Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. What do you know? It's that time again. Dana, it's time for us to kick some ADHD, David. Boom. Kick it. I really need to kick some ADHD this week. (laughs) That's what I've heard, David. In fact, behind the scenes, dearest listeners, we had a plan of what we were going to talk about today. We have just thrown it totally out the window because David's in a pickle. He has overcommitted, and we decided that we would use this session, a session, listen to me, I'm calling it a session, we would use this podcast this week to work with David, to coach him a little bit, to see if we can get him out of his pickle. I appreciate this so much because it's like, it's just a classic ADHD thing to do. Here we are, we have a podcast, we have a plan, we have a you know thing all laid out. We're just going to impulsively disrupt that because why not? And also... Really, what do you expect when you listen to a a podcast about ADHD by two people with ADHD? I mean, you can't expect that we're going to follow the plan all the time, right? Of course not. (laughs) Uh, I mean, what? We might lose our ADHD cards. I know. Oh, wow. Yeah, that would be weird. Uh, You you know, (laughs) I don't I don't even know what to think about that, actually. Yeah. So you don't mind, uh, you know, uh, having a a bit of an intervention uh, here for me? No, I'm happy to intervene, and uh, we're just going to see how this goes. That sounds great. So, um, yeah, Dana, I did it again. You know, this is one of those things that we've worked on with coaching. You've helped me a lot with this stuff. We Mm -hmm. even did an episode about delegating things that, you know, someone in my position should do. So um, I've done it again, though. Here I am. It's like, ah, how did this happen? Yeah, so... so Tell us a little bit, real briefly, what happened. You, When you came on, you were apologizing for not getting some stuff done. Yes. And you told me, I've done it again. I've overcommitted. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that I ever expect to be completely um, free of any symptoms of, of this kind of pattern. Overcommitting is a thing. It happens. But, yeah, it's... It's like I had really tried to have some guardrails in place, Dana, and I've and here I am again, you know. So it's like I painted myself into another corner, and this week has just been really brutal. Because when you're when you're at that level where you're kind of overcommitted, and then one thing goes awry, boom, you know, dominoes. Yes, yes the domin the dominoes start to fall. Um, one thing I want you to know, David, and and everybody else also is. When I was in coach training, this is one thing they taught me, which I think is just, it's so important. We go through things and we tend to go through the same things over and over again. It's like a circle. Mm-hmm. It's circling up the mountain. Yeah. However, when we go through it again, we want it to be not as severe. We want it to be different. We want to be more aware. We want to be making progress. And this is so true with ADHD. You know, I talk about how it's consistently more consistent getting where you are. So we are never going to make you so you're not overcommitted. However, we want it. So when you do overcommit, it's less and it's not severe. You're able to pull out of it faster. That's our aim. 
Yeah. And I, I do feel like I mean, I've used that language, like, here we go again, around the mountain, boom, you know, like, you know, but I yeah. do feel like my view this time is different than it was, you know, I'm, I'm seeing over the tops of the trees, maybe where I didn't before or something, I, you know, so I do, I have this sense that it's not exactly the same thing, but yeah, it's this pattern. And I do feel like, you know, um, I gotta, I gotta level up somehow so that this, you know, is, is minimized. Okay. You know? Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about what happened. What Sure. What got you overcommitted? What and I'm looking for the the key pieces. What were the the things, the buttons that you pushed that it just all fell apart? Yeah, so um as I bump my mic, sorry. I the I think this this boils down to working really hard to restructure my day-to-day in the business that I run, right? Mm-hmm. And and so various arrangements that I've, you know, ended up making to try to do that, to, to, to change my day to day have, that's meant change. So my day to day is different now than it was a year ago, substantially different. And I, in, in, mo- in most every way possible, it's good. It's moving in the right direction, mm-hmm. but within the, the new sort of segments of my life, just to give a quick example, uh, we signed a, a client, uh, almost a year ago and the, client gets a substantial percentage of my time every month, every week. That was originally a very highly focused effort on my part, right? But as happens, <laughs> you know, the that client sees other ways to put me to use in, you know, and I also find ways like, hey, you know, I could work on this and I could work on that and whatever. Okay. So what's happened is even within that little compartment, I had my, my, my sort of things that I'm responsible for or being asked to do or volunteering to do or whatever has expanded beyond what it should have. And I don't have enough time to do it all anymore. Okay. So what we call that is mission creep. You were assigned a mission of doing a, and now the mission has creeped into a, B, C, D. And I am the creep. I am responsible. So I, I, Oh, you're (laughs) not a creep, David. You're maybe a creeper. Oh, 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 Hey, (laughs) Now I can't let my friends listen to this. They're not supposed to know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so one one is and that sounds like that's the key thing, isn't it? It was the mission creep of the project that requires half of your day. That was the biggest thing because then the other things that I've been working to restructure, which are are numerous in the in the the other work that I do, which is, you know, in, the, in theory running my business and, you know, leading a team and all that. That stuff, um, I'm I'm still like we're 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 having to continue to make adjustments. 2020, right? Everybody's had to adapt in some way, but we're yeah. we're adapting because of that and a whole whole host of other reasons. But we've had to launch some things that require a lot of output from me at key moments, and I'm just not getting it. You know, my my energy isn't where it needs to be. I've used up my attention or my time. And I'm not, and I, you know, so some of that's prioritization and all that other stuff, but it's, it's really more than that. You know, you, you, it's, it's just a systemic mission creep issue. Yes. And I'm also hearing that when you set out with the new projects that you're doing with your team, you hadn't really gotten clear on how much time it was going to take on your part. So it sounded, this is, oh, let, let's have a show. Yeah, great. This is fantastic. Let's have a show without 
thinking through, yeah, this is going to take however many hours of my time a week. So yeah, you're talking about live stream. We even have promoted it here on this podcast in our, you know, in our break. So that live stream was, was, there were some assumptions made on my part <laughs> about the amount of time and, and prep required. Mm -hmm. In fairness, it's material I've taught and, and, you know, worked with and spoken about for decades now, literally some of it for decades, but it's, it's such a different format than the way I'm used to doing it and adapting it to a live stream. I didn't properly factor that in. Okay. And so the content's not been very good, honestly. So what I'm hearing is that that was a lack of clarity in planning when you set out to do the live stream. That is true. It, it was more of a jump off the cliff and build the parachute on the way down, which is normal. This is how we do things. This is what you and I are doing right now. Truly. Uh, some things, though, you, you need to think it through. Actually, we thought it through before we went off script today and decided just to do this. We took some time to think it through. And so you didn't thoroughly think through the project. It's true. It. And I, and I wonder how much of it I could have thought through. I'm not trying to excuse myself here, but it, right. you know, the other side right. of the coin is we really planned to start it, you know, even two months or more prior to when we started it, it, it was a long time getting, you know, launched again, my responsibility, but partly that was because I thought I was doing my diligence, Dana, I, I, my due diligence on it. I really did think, okay, I'm trying to factor in all the things. And my team was kind of, uh, they didn't really say this to me so much, but they were, I know they were frustrated with how long it took us to get out of the gate. Um, so that's kind of also like the sucker punch of the thing. It's like, ah, you know, I thought I was doing a good job being prepared and maybe I was overthinking certain aspects of it and then underthinking others. That's possible, okay. right? Okay. So let's do a little reality check in here too. Uh, one of the things that I know about ADHD is it always takes us longer to get out of the gate than we think it's going to. Every project I've ever done, it does that. Um, I can set this plan that I'm going to start something by such and such a date, and it and it always takes longer than we think because it's hard when we plan. We can't think through every little detail because we don't work that way. We get into the details and then we realize there's more, it expands, it changes. So when we talk about getting clarity on a project, we need to be realistic about what actually is going to happen is we're not going to get clear on the details. Things aren't going to go like we think, and it's always going to take us longer than we think it is to get something started. And you know, that's not news to me, Dana. You know, what right. you're saying right now is true, and I know it to be true. So I don't know if I actually believed I had, you know, maybe avoided that landmine this time around <laughs> or, or not. I can't really yeah. say for sure. But yeah, I. so with that kind of awareness, you're absolutely right, though. You don't, it's not the way we work. When we get in the middle of it, that's when all of the you know, the synapses fire and you go, oh yeah, we have to account for this and that. And we got to do this other thing and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh my gosh, I, I, that, I know that that annoys the living crap out of some of the people that have to rely on me, you know, yeah, because it's like, oh, well, why didn't you think of that sooner? Sorry. However, that's the reality of being David. And True. that is people that are in your world. If, if, they have can't roll with that 
then they they need to either learn to adjust it or work with somebody else. Because you, as we've talked about before, when we've talked about delegating and, and picking your team, your team needs to be people who understand you and accept you and how you work. And, you know, in, in fairness, I, they really do. I am probably oversensitive to okay. how they're feeling about okay. it. And they, these are, so, I mean, my two primary team members right now have been with me for years. This is not right. new to them at all. So I, I want to applaud them for it. But I know, I know it's got to be annoying. <laughs> like, well, you know, okay. Like, so, yeah. but you're making an assumption there that you, Maybe. that yeah. you know how annoyed they are and they know this is your pattern. They knew it wasn't going to start two months ago. They knew it was going to be a shit storm when you got into it. I mean, they've worked with, if they've worked with you for years, they, they're, they're on to you, David, they are. So I hear also you're spending a lot of energy worrying about how other people are perceiving you. You know, that's true, Dana. I am. And I think part of that is I really want to not be a pain in the ass to deal with, you know, like, and, and I, maybe, maybe I'm overly focused on that. It could be some flavor of rejection sensitivity. I don't know, but like. I really am trying to be a better leader, more effective. You know what I mean? So like there's this piece of me that really wants to become somebody that's less difficult in that way. But maybe, And most maybe, of yeah. the time, aren't you becoming less difficult in that way? And is this just an aberration? I, I hope so. I, you know, so we should probably mention this just for the sake of anybody listening, because you know this, but, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of a major personal situation that started a year ago. It's changed my family and, you know, my parenting and all that stuff. And, and that's another factor here that pops up at random times that causes me to have, and, and, you know, that that's not all that unique. We all have the things that happen that go, they derail us in some way, emotionally or mentally or whatever. 2020 yeah. has provided many of them for anybody that didn't have something like I started the year with, but, but so that's another thing too. It's like, even on the days where I'm doing better, there are the, there are these moments that are just out of my control where, you know, um, I'm just not, I'm not following through well on some of that stuff. So yeah, overall, I would say the trend is better, but there are also some pretty big potholes in that road for this you know, okay. recent history. Okay. To be fair. So. Yeah, to be fair. And I applaud your fairness. I applaud how you are. You're being really honest about it with Look yourself. My coach. I mean, I got, I got, I mean. Yeah, but we, but with yourself too, you are, because often we fall for our own lies and we push against them and that does not help us. No, it doesn't. And I did that for so long. I mean, that was one yeah. of the things that shifted when I got the diagnosis was like, I had to confront reality and go, look, a whole bunch of patterns that I was either ignoring or just pretending didn't exist or whatever, like became crystal clear to me. And I went, dang it. I've been the, you know, this annoying person, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, I'm being extra hard on myself. And so if you're listening and you have done some of this stuff, yes, I'm being probably too hard on myself about it, but just, I mean, it's real. Okay. This is how I've been feeling. And this is what we do. And I'm going to interrupt you here because Please. you are a very kind person. You want to do the best thing you're a very well-meaning person and those all work in your favor. It also means you're really hard on yourself. That's true. And I will, I encourage you to listen to that convert those conversations you have with yourself, know what they sound like when you're beating yourself up and see if you can stop them and, and flip it to the, the good pieces, parts of you. 
instead of wallowing in in the worrying about disappointing people and being annoying and all of those things, because that's taking energy that's not moving towards solving the problem. All right. So let's take a break here, David. And then I want to go into solution mode because that is what I am all about with when I'm working with clients. It's, It's solutions doesn't help to just look at the problem over and over again. We've got to start moving into action. So let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll see what we can do about David overcommitting. Hi, it's David with a quick message for you. If you own a business or if you're responsible for marketing or growing a business, then this is something that you might be interested in. As you probably know, in my day-to-day world, I spend my life in digital marketing and we do strategy work with clients. This year, because of 2020, we decided to do something a little bit different. We're giving away some strategy work. So you can participate if you'd like. Just join us on our YouTube channel Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And that includes this Wednesday. So we hope you'll be there. You can find us on YouTube. Just look up the Grow the Dream YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash grow the dream. And if you come along there at roughly one o'clock Eastern on Wednesday, you'll find a live stream. Join us, and hopefully you'll find something valuable that'll help your business grow. Hope to see you there. All right, we're back in in, in sort of my private public coaching session. (laughs) (laughs) Let's air the dirty laundry, David. Let's just get it out there for everybody to see. I'm grateful, Dana, that you're taking the time to do some some one-on-one coaching with me. I really, I really appreciate it. It's like the whole reason I started this podcast was so. That, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Free advice. All right. So if so, you have overcommitted, and we've pinpoint some pinpointed some key pieces of that. That there's this project that you've had mission creep. It started to have one scope, and that has evolved into many other scopes. And then there's another project that you're involved in that is taking a lot more time than you thought it would take. You also have a lot of personal stuff going on that's taking energy and space and time. And then you're a really nice guy, which means you don't like to disappoint people and you're really hard on yourself, which is an absolute energy drain. Yes. And you know, it's funny that you took the time to articulate that. You're the second person this week to corner me and tell me that some version of that thing, the story you're telling yourself is not only is it not productive, it's not useful, but it's actually pulling you the other direction and it's just not you know, it, yeah. you got to let it go. Even if you, even if you drop, even, even if I didn't have positive self-talk by letting that go, I would be way ahead, <laughs> but, but, yeah. by not, but not being drained by the negative. Yeah. Yeah. The negative just drains in that. And that keeps you from moving forward. All yeah. right. So let's move into solution mode, David. Okay. How do you, how do you want it to be? How do you want your, your week to unfold? What's your idea here? I want to be making a meaningful contribution with my efforts that is valuable to the people around me, whether they're clients, whether it's my team, you know, my team are, are, they're, they're not getting enough hours, for example, and we need to, you know, have more work for them to do. And so it's, it's that part of it. So like in every way I want to be making a meaningful contribution and I want to have some margin so that I can breathe and not just be up against the limit all the time. 
Okay. So let's start to get a little bit more into specifics. Okay. To make meaningful meaningful contribution, what does that mean? What would you do? Part of it is going to be that I need to continue to offload the types of tasks that I shouldn't be doing. And I'm using the word should there, but based on criteria we've already talked about, right? Yeah, that's okay. That's a good should. I think so. It's, you know, somebody else needs to be doing some of those. So I, I still have too many of those on my plate across the board, you know, not, not, not in any one place, but everywhere. So if I am able to successfully hand those off, <laughs> you know, more of them, I should say, then um, that would allow me to keep my attention and my energy focused on the things that make more of a positive difference everywhere. Okay. That's one way at least. What about the project that the, for the client, the halftime project? Yeah. I have been considering renegotiating that. And actually the, the client, the owner of that business sat me down about two weeks ago and said, we're not paying you enough. Uh, what do we need to pay you? And I didn't, honestly, I backed out of that conversation so fast. I didn't want them to pay me more because I don't want to do more. You know, yeah. I don't want to do as much as I'm doing. So I need to be able to have a little headspace to sit down and like articulate what would that look like if it were, you know, better for everyone. Okay. So it's renegotiate that agreement consciously not getting paid more because that means more time. And then if, well, it would mean that like, I need to scale my actual time spent back there. And I feel like I would lose the leverage to say, Hey, I have to reduce my time commitment. If I also just got, you know, a higher fee. (laughs) What about, can we expand the delegating of tasks over into the tasks that you're doing for the client? Yes. Is that at all possible? So you can be causing, you can be charged, you know, charging a rate for someone else to be doing it. And then, and then adding, I can't, my brain isn't thinking of the right word. You know what I mean? You're you're correct. Yeah. And and yeah, the the exact thing that you're talking about, and and there's a person, actually there's a person inside the client's uh, operation who has started to do that already. So I'm, I'm okay. handing things off and, and helping develop young guy, a lot of talent. He's, he's taking on some of this stuff. In fact, Dana, if I could have my druthers right now, I'd have him do that across the board with me. He's that good at like, you know, handling the things that I need him to take on. And, All right. Uh, so what's the block in having him handle more of it? And consciously, instead of say, you saying, yes, I will do this, you say this is going to go to Mark. Well, honestly, Dana, I'm actually even saying I would like to have him take on things that are outside the scope of that agreement. Like like if I could steal him. <laughs> I also or, heard that, but I wasn't going to say it because I don't know if your client's going to listen to this. Well, you know what? there's already been some discussion about what would it look like if we merged the two businesses together. Okay. In which case that might be possible. So, okay. I mean, I'm not saying anything that hasn't been discussed, but, okay. um, and it would, and it, I could see a way in which it would be better for everyone, including all of our clients, you know? So it's on the table, but that's like, that's a massive decision. <laughs> it is a massive decision. And that's, so that's the gigantic step. Are there, what would baby steps be to get you to not being so committed to that client and spending so much time? 
I could have a conversation with the owner of that business because the young man that I'm referring to is uh, is is buying a home and his wife just found out she's pregnant. He needs to moonlight and make more money somewhere. So it's possible we might be able to make an arrangement in which I actually pick him up part time, you know, in his off hours. So, I mean, that's that's one possible solution. The other thing might be to find someone with a similar skill set that I bring into the operation and, you know, not head in the direction of of blurring the lines of that agreement, which, you know, there's, there would be some downsides to that. Okay. Potentially. So, so there's some solutions out there that you're thinking of. What do you want to move forward with on those? And what would your next step be? I think, I, I feel like I, I don't feel like I'm in the headspace to make a wise decision because I feel like I need some, okay, you know, margin to kind of like breathe. So maybe I just need to just take a little time off to, yeah. to, to consider it. So your, your next step is taking some time to think it through. I feel like that's true. Yeah. Okay. I also want to dip into what is going on in your head when you're saying, yes, yes, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this when there's a project. Some of What's it is the source just, of the mission creep. Yeah. Some of it is just old school dopamine where it's like, well, that would be far more interesting than the stuff I'm already working on. So, you know, um, some of it's that some of it is that need that we've talked about over and over in other podcast episodes that we have to sort of over deliver or try to deliver more value because there are clearly places where I'm falling down on my commitments. Right. right. So yeah, some of it is just, that's interesting. And that would be a great way for me to deliver more value. And other parts of it is like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm doing what I need to do well. So maybe if I do more, it'll be better, which is ridiculous, well, but that's the kind of thought process. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what we need to do, David, is have you start to identify what it feels like, what you're thinking, the phrases you tell yourself, the emotions you feel when you're diving into this place where you're in mission creep mode. And it, and, and it, it's, it, so you can have armor against it. You're not going to ever be able to stop it completely. You just won't. It's true. That's the reality of it. However, we can reduce it. Yeah. And maybe, maybe also just being able to quantify, okay, if this, then that. So maybe that is a more valuable thing and it would be better if I did that, but it needs to be instead of something rather than yes. in addition to something. So instead of automatically saying yes, it's automatically saying, let me think about it. Something along that line. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, which means I need to like duct tape my mouth shut in meetings or something. Exactly. And you do. You do. I used to sit in meetings, or I still do when we had meetings, but volunteer things, and I would literally bite my tongue. Yeah. I would literally, I not hard, but right. just enough so I would not speak up. Smart. That I can do. I just, you know, it's like we needed to have this conversation. You know, you know, this is this is exactly the the thing I needed to. Yeah, think through because it. because before you commit to something, there's um, I even have a a list on my phone before it's called before I say yes. Oh wow! And it's you know how much time is this going to take? Is it in my area of strengths? Is it something else somebody else can do? Um, is it something that I'm going to 
be interested in later on. I mean, it's things like this. What's the reality? If I say yes to this opportunity, what does it really mean for my life? What impact is it going to have? So great. I love that. The before I say yes code. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, that's great. And so what we're where we want you to go with this is to be very, very conscious and aware before you say yes. Is it in line with your priorities? You know, if you say yes to the, to the client and go and the mission creep, what happens to your, your daughter and the family and what happens to the business? You know, what happens to you? Yeah. You know, what, what are the, what's the ripple effect of just saying yes? So that's the piece. And if it means biting your tongue in a meeting, if it means learning to say, let me think about that and get back to you instead of automatically saying yes. So those are the concrete actions that you can start to put into place. I like that. I'm actually going to probably build myself a pre-flight checklist, <laughs> like you're describing, you know, the, yeah. the before I say yes list and just whether the, anybody knows that that's what I'm doing or not. When I say, let me take some time to think about that. that would that's be what you're going over. You exactly. pull out that list and that's what you're going over. Okay. And, you know, checklists like that are valuable. That's how you avoid screw ups, you know, the, you know, making the same mistake again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one reason I don't want to get into checklists, but I right. have it on my phone is because it's always with me. Right. It's just there. Otherwise, you know, we often don't remember to use it, but looking at it, enough and using it, then you just start to shift into that idea. Yeah. Before I say yes. So, so your new, your new habit is let me think about that and get back to you. And then going over the, before I say yes. That's perfect. Really good. What would that approach have done to the project, the live stream that you're doing for your company? That's not going so well. Is that, does that apply there? I think that particular yeah. situation is more along the lines of the the thing we were talking about earlier where you just don't know what you don't know until you get in the middle of it. And and that's when all of the stuff became apparent. Okay. And um, yeah, I, over, so, I overestimated my ability to just adapt that. Okay. So what we do then is it's basic project planning skills. And with ADHD, we have to do project planning differently than other people do. Um, and I don't know, have we talked about this on the pod? We may have done a podcast on it. I, don't I honestly remember. don't remember. You and I have talked about it. <laughs> I don't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast, but you know what? Yeah. Hey, our people have ADHD, so they may have forgotten. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, we forget. Yeah. Um, um, and and I, I'm looking at the clock and seeing exactly. that we we need to start wrapping up, but it's it's using the idea of the, the beginning steps, middle steps, ending steps, what is your intention with this? Getting clear on the major pieces of it without diving in really deeply on any one thing until you get there, but starting to get a better handle on it. And there's some other um, techniques that we can talk about off the podcast about, you know, how do you get more aware about what the reality of a situation is going to be? Yeah, that, that, that is something that, um, I continue to around that. I'm going around that mountain. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. And, uh, so what are your next steps on all of this, David? So my next, my, my big next step is first of all, take some time to think it through with respect to the mission creep and any adjustments that get made with the client relationship that we talked about. 
I am also going to begin to develop a pattern of, of this before I say yes process, right? So that's a takeaway for me. I am also going to have to sort out how to bring some of the, ne the negative self-talk, you know, to an end. Because like you said, draining my energy, not productive. So I think those are, if that's three, I think that's three. Those are my yes. big three next steps, I think. Okay. Okay. Sorry, the dog's barking. She agrees. <laughs> Carly Jean agrees. Awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think that that's a really good place to start. And also I want to just make sure you're doing all of this with the intention in mind of how you want your weeks to be, how you, you want space, you want space to be able to be the person that you want to be. It's true. It's true. When you have no margin in your life with your time and your attention and your energy and all of that, it's just, you know, it's, a, it's not sustainable. It will collapse at some point, but also it's just miserable, you know? It's a miserable way to live. Yeah. yeah. And you're, and nobody's getting the best of you, including you. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Truly. Good stuff. Dana, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to do, you know, this impromptu uh, co coaching session. It was a little impulsive on our part, but I love it. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to be impulsive. And sometimes it just, sometimes you just got to throw out the plan and do what's right. It's true. But I also, just for our listeners, you know, you're hearing Dana in operation and this is with you know, throwing a massive curveball at her <laughs> 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and and so if you've not ever experienced a coach who understands ADHD, who, as you heard, she, she did, I didn't have to take a lot of time to explain this stuff. I, I dropped enough information and she's like, yeah, this is why, because you're that way. And this is, you know, part of the deal and it's the package. And, you know, and so if you've never experienced coaching like that, uh, then you heard a taste today if you can hear a taste, I'm crossing the senses there. Yeah, but, you can. Yeah, let's just say you can. Okay, I, I think you can. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm I'm going <laughs> to just crunched. You heard the crunch. I'm going to I'm going to promote you Dana because you know you're not going to do it for yourself, but this is the kind of stuff that you get if you join the Success Club, the ADHD Success Club, and if you work with Dana. So if you're if you're if you're thinking, "Wow, I need a coach like that." Dana is the best. So oh, thank you. It's true. It's absolutely true. So DanaRayburn.com. Go there. Sign up for whatever offer you see when you get there. <laughs> and <laughs> oh, uh, the offer of the week. No, thank you, David. I appreciate it. And you make it easy. Oh, well, good. Oh, I, well, probably now. <laughs> I was such <laughs> wasn't a wreck when easy. started. It oh, wasn't always gosh. easy. All yeah. right. So everybody go out, kick some ADHD. You don't have to struggle. Absolutely. And next week, we'll have a new exciting topic, the one we were going to do this week. I can't wait. It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. And I don't have to do any work planning it this week. That's the You're best part. How great is that? Yay. Awesome. All right, Bye. David. Thanks a lot. And I'll see Thank you later. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Yep. See ya. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.